This is the Affirm America podcast, where we stand up and speak out affirming American excellence. Coming to you deep in the heart of the Midwest, located in an undisclosed log cabin on the outskirts of town, your host, Marquis Vandemark. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Affirm America podcast on this Wednesday, the 1st of March, 2023. Man, we got a beautiful day on tap today. I'm looking at blue skies. It's going to get up to 71 on March the 1st, 2023. Hallelujah. Can't wait to get out and walk through the woods. Hey, thanks for joining us this morning on the Affirm America podcast. Hope you're having a nice day wherever you might be in this great country of ours. If you haven't subscribed yet, put your email in our subscription box and we'll send you out a notice as soon as a new episode's released. All right, these are your top five headlines for this Wednesday. Let's start off with headline number five. Smithsonian to include trans women in American Women's History Museum. From the Daily Wire, the interim director of the Smithsonian's new American Women's History Museum understands DNA well, at least in a metaphorical sense. Interim director Lisa Sasaki told the New York Times that transgender women a.k.a. men pretending to be women, will be included in the potential new museum, which has already received millions in funding because of its inclusivity, defines what the homage to American women is all about. Ironically, the DNA of the actual Americans found in this new museum does not matter to Sasaki. They simply have to identify as a woman while having made some contribution to American society deemed historic by the powers that be within this museum. Okay, so some more crazy, whacked-out stuff here. You can see how deep the rabbit hole goes with this transgender issue, even going into our most sacred of institutions, the Smithsonian Museum, rewriting history, going back and making claims that are absurd and demoralizing. You wonder where it's coming from. Of course, it's an ideology. It's an ideology to break down the values of our country. It's to make things confusing. And uh, it's already reached the top of our government. It's been promoted in the Biden administration with uh, Rachel Levine, all the way at the top, uh, coming down from the president of the United States. So it does not surprise us that we'd see it in our most sacred institutions, the Smithsonian Institute and the museums. And it's just uh, more rot that uh, needs to be rooted out. All right, headline number four. Jim Jordan demands to know why the DOJ has not appointed special counsel in Hunter Biden investigation. From the Washington Examiner, Representative Jim Jordan from uh, Ohio is demanding documents and answers from Attorney General Merrick Garland regarding the Justice Department of Justice's investigation of Hunter Biden. In a letter to Garland on Tuesday, Jordan expressed his concern about the appearance of a conflict of interest by the DOJ in not appointing a special counsel for investigations into President Joe Biden's son. The Justice Department has been resistant to cooperating with the Jordan-led Judiciary Committee, with the department missing deadlines for requested documents relating to classified documents, investigations of Joe Biden, and Jordan accusing the department of being scared to cooperate with investigations. 
Spencer Brown, clearly House Republicans are not messing around after their return to majority party status in the lower chamber of Congress and the number of areas the Judiciary Committee, as well as oversight and other committees, intend to bring some sunlight to the Biden administration's machinations is refreshing after two years of uninterested Democrat oversight. Okay, so uh, there you go. Slow rolling. If they didn't have anything to hide, they would have been very cooperative. But as you can see, this is how you operate in the government. You slow roll things. You don't cooperate. You just uh, put it off and hoping that once your clock runs out and if the Congress is to change or the topics change because it's not of interest to the American public, then they can squeeze out of any prosecution or any revelations about what's really happening in the Biden administration and Hunter Biden. So uh, I hope they put some teeth into it, put some subpoenas. That's what needs to be done. This has become a big problem in Congress. There's no teeth, and therefore people are able to slow roll, obstruct, and we never really clear out all these corrupt individuals that are in our government, that are wrecking our system, being compromised by the Chinese in their business dealings. This is the accusation from the laptop from hell. And it, we just need to get to the bottom of it. Otherwise, we, folks, we really don't have a country anymore. If you have the president that's compromised national security issues, we need to have transparency and we need to get to the bottom of the truth. All right. Headline number three, college professors fear speaking opinions for risk of losing their jobs. From the Daily Mail, U.S. academics increasingly bite their tongues for fear of losing their jobs, and conservative scholars feel the heat more than their liberal counterparts, a shock campus survey has revealed. Research by the Foundation for Individual Rights and Expression, FIRE, a free speech group, found that 52% of professors said they worried about losing their jobs or reputations because of being misunderstood or taken out of context. Those on the right feel it the most. 72% of conservative respondents feared being canned for their views compared to 56% of moderates and 40% of liberals. The New York Post free speech on campus is critical to ensuring that professors and students alike can wrestle with difficult ideas and ask tough questions. That is, after all, the very purpose of a college education. But when significant numbers of professors are being threatened and even punished, for daring to bring controversy, it sends a chilling message to others around them, conform or risk the same fate. Yeah, this is, a, this is definitely a big problem. Censorship of uh, big tech started it, and it's, the campuses have become more and more clamping down on free speech, especially conservative points of view. Well, we've all seen the videos, the YouTube videos and the TikTok videos of being shouted down, shamed publicly because of your viewpoint. Even just the other day, Marjorie Taylor Greene was in a restaurant. Mother and son came up and started screaming at them and yelling at them in public spaces. So there is no tolerance, there is no respect for other people's views anymore, and it's become a very, very serious problem for a free country like ours. You would expect this in places like Venezuela or China or North Korea or Russia, but not in the great U.S. of A, especially on the college campuses where those institutions are designed to bring debate, 
to bring all points of view together so that you can have critical thinking. And also in the mainstream media, we see the same thing, where they're just pushing their narrative, and you really wonder where it's coming from. Are we being propagandized? And who's doing the propaganda? So we need to open it up. We need to challenge free speech because that is one of our constitutional rights. All right, headline number two, Lori Lightfoot loses mayor's office. Fox News Democratic Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot has lost her bid for re-election as race heads to runoff without her after no candidate reached the required 50% vote threshold to be elected. Lightfoot faced challenges from eight other candidates in the race, including Chicago Public Schools CEO and City Budget Director Paul Vallis, who held a significant double-digit lead in the polls ahead of Election Day. Benny Johnson Lori Lightfoot is out as mayor of Chicago. All right, well, that's, uh, that's very good news for the citizens of Chicago. That lady should have never been elected in the first place. The crime in Chicago has gone through the roof. She has no concern for protecting the innocence in that city. She was derelict of her duties. She was just uh, a strange, strange person to be running a city like Chicago. And the people have spoken, and they voted her out. Thank God for the citizens of Chicago. Voice was heard. All right, headline number one. Supreme Court hears oral arguments on student loan cancellation. From Axios, progressive lawmakers are accusing conservative Supreme Court judges of putting politics over legal analysis on President Biden's student debt forgiveness plan. Those lawmakers say existing legislation gives the Biden administration the authority to eliminate debt, a decision that is the best overall interest of the economy. Several conservative justices suggested on Tuesday that lawmakers should be involved in the Biden administration's desire to eliminate about $400 billion in debt without congressional authorization. The court has used the major questions doctrine to strike down Democratic priorities like environmental regulations and COVID vaccine mandates. From the BBC, the Biden administration argues that under a 2003 law known as the Higher Education Relief Opportunities for Students Act, or HEROES Act, it had the power to waive or modify loan provisions to protect borrowers affected by a war or other military operation or national emergency. At oral arguments on Tuesday, government lawyers were pushed on that broad interpretation of the law. From the National Review, the initial signs are ominous for the Biden administration, whose only real chance of surviving these cases is to persuade the court that none of these challengers have standing to sue. So, you know, this is typical of the Democrats. You know, they try to skirt around the law. They try to find ways to poke holes to get their crazy ideas passed. And we've had enough of it. I mean, come on. We're already $32 trillion in debt, and this president wants to give away another $400 billion to people that had made loans on their own free will. They should be responsible for their debts. Why should the government, why should me and you, the American taxpayer, bail out a bunch of students that made the wrong choices in their education, in their loans. So it's just absurd. It's ridiculous. These progressive ideas, these liberal far leftists that just want to 
wreck our economy, put us in a tailspin. That's where we're headed. It's unsustainable. The debt's becoming more and more piling up, and it's, we're not going to be able to pay it back, and there's going to be retribution here. It's going to be a day of reckoning, just like you and me if we blew our credit cards and couldn't pay it. You know, we're going to file bankruptcy. That's the only way to get out of it. And if that happens, we're in big doo-doo, folks. Big doo-doo. All right, those are your top five headlines for this Wednesday, 1st of March. Thank you so much for joining us this morning on the Affirm America podcast. We'll see you tomorrow. God bless you. See you then. This is the Affirm America podcast with your host, Marquis Vandemark. And let's never forget, America is great and we affirm it.